0: the only talk radio afternoon drive show that makes sense beyond the headline with Alder and right here on SAFm. Well today it's been eight years since the Lily leaves um, the Lilies leave mine tragedy that left three miners trapped underground in Barberton in Bumalanga, Yvonne, Mnisi, Pritting, Gambule and Solomon Yarenda. An inquest into the circumstances leading to the incident found that the mining company was at fault for failing to put safety measures in place. The political party, Action SA, has become the legal representative for the families and is hoping that that through court applications, the container may be retrieved before the next anniversary in 2025. To tell us more about the commemoration, we now speak to Herman Mashaba, who is the leader of Action SA. Uh, Mr Mashaba, good afternoon and welcome to the show.
1: On uh, Eldrin and
0: corruption to the SAFM listeners, I was saying to the team um, earlier on, and I was saying to Bridget as well that one of the fascinating things about the story of um, the three colleagues is how we know their names because the newsrooms have taken. I think it's a deliberate decision. To name the three people who have died, and in each news report that you that you hear or you read, you hear the name Ivonemny, Gambula, Solomon Nyaranda, and that is in the bulletin whenever we speak about the Lily Sleeve Mine. What what do you think about? that particular decision that has been taken by newsrooms. I don't know if there was a gathering somewhere where they said that this is what we're going to do, um, but for me, it's something that I say this kudos uh, to the newsrooms for doing that because it also avoids the the risk of erasure.
1: Absolutely, and I think uh, without any doubt, uh, Ed, uh, Eldon, that's really what the family has appreciated uh, with the need of support, uh, ever since uh, they uh, decided to camp um, on site about, what, just over five years ago. You remember, um, just to, to really uh, bring up to speed with what our government and the mine owners did, uh, immediately after the collapse of the miners, few a few months later, remember, we were told that that container cannot be retrieved, and um, and and the family kept, uh, completely kept in the dark, until such time that they decided uh, to go and retrieve that container themselves with with some of the former miners. And when they went on site uh, to go and retrieve, and the reason what informed them to also go and retrieve is because there was illegal mining happening. And as far as they're concerned, people who were mining, they were mining with the mandate of the mine owners because, uh, uh, I mean, it, it is really an open secret. So they decided if mine, mine owners are, are are prepared to let the people go in uh, mine while they, their, their business is under business rescue, we are going to retrieve that container ourselves because we know where it is. And unfortunately, they were denied uh, access uh, to the mine, including, actually, Getting a court order not to be uh, the kilometer um, near the, the the mine itself, so they decided to camp just about a meter, away, I mean uh, a kilometer away from the mine, and obviously then everyone was not really interested until. Uh, in February 2020 they got, got hold of me and I went uh, over and uh, I became embarrassed as a South African what I was told and I promised the family as long as I'm alive that container is going to be retrieved and this matter is going to remain um, in the news in South Africa every day until the first time that South Africa can uh, uh, can actually open their, their, their hearts and minds because for South Africans to be numbered to such a serious matter we are also complicit
0: what do you make of we live in a country where the president of the country is a former uh, general secretary of a union that used to represent mine workers the num the mineral resources minister is a former secretary general of that very same union as well and um, yet we still have the bodies of these three people that remain trapped underground
1: Well, uh, I'm sure you can talk to any of the families or family spokesperson yourself. Uh, These people were Completely, it's not even up to today. You can imagine today. It's exactly eight years since the collapse of uh, of of of, of uh, that container. Um, no government interested. I even reported this uh, to the to the portfolio committee uh, yeah, in in parliament. They came and promised to to assist. Unfortunately, only talk, uh, really no action. And uh, and what is actually quite painful about it is that right now. As far as I'm concerned, our government uh, is uh, in contempt of three court orders because, um, you remember, um, uh, in, in October last year, the Bombela Magistrate Court made the determination that those responsible, including Department of Minerals and Energy, must be criminally charged and uh, up to today, National Prosecuting Authority is refusing to, it's literally refusing to, to prosecute. When we wrote to them immediately upon uh, getting the mandate from the families to represent uh, them, we immediately wrote to the NPA and came back to us in December that uh, their senior advocates are on holiday. When we approached them now in, in January, unfortunately, today is what, the, the, the 5th of February, why? Uh, I've never seen anywhere in the world where our criminal justice system go on leave that those that matters of serious nature like this are not really taken care of. So it, it's really a very sad situation. Our lawyers are doing everything possible. Uh, you will see there will be uh, a press statement of uh, the course of action that uh, they are taking uh, later this week. And uh, yes, we will put uh, political pressure. And I actually said to everyone, including in front of them, the the, the media, and Aldrin, I don't apologize to anyone. I am actually feel so proud today that I'm in politics, so that we can deal with this matter because this is a political matter. You can imagine. Without uh, my intervention and XNSA's intervention, the families would not really be known today.
0: Well, let me just quickly read what the president had to say during the opening of the mining in Daba that is currently underway in um, in the Western Cape. This is what the president said in 2004. The year the mining charter was first introduced, black ownership in the industry stood at some 2%. Today, this stands at approximately 39%. During our part day, the mining sector was notorious for labor ex- ex- exploitation, human rights violations, and poor health and safety standards. And when I, the part about safety standards is what really caught me because as the mining in Daba is taking place, far east of the country is the commemoration of the three people who are believed to have died in that tragedy eight years ago. And no mention of them. No mention of them.
1: Adrian, it's not
0: actually a question of alleged or suspicion.
1: The court has proven beyond any reasonable doubt that those people are are dead because um, there's just no way that a container can go down seven meters, uh, and then eight uh, years later, we still have hope that uh, those people are still alive. I mean, honestly, we can't mm. really even... In, uh, honestly, I think anyone w- expecting us to entertain that, I think it's an, it'll be an insult. I think... Um, and, and what is even more concerning is the fact that there's a company, there's one of the big shareholders of this, um, of the owners of the mine, uh, wanting to buy this, uh, the, this mine... Uh, and part of that is to retrieve this, con- uh, this container. And uh, the the uh, the owners of the mine, working with the DMR, they've been blocking this matter all the time, going every step of the way. Every time I used to the legal case, they will they will uh, um, they will appeal. Uh, Fortunately enough, now that they they can't go anywhere else because in October last year, the Constitutional Court has put a stop but to those, That uh, that container must be retrieved. So right now, the president, the minister of minerals, the uh, energy, the owners of the mine, including the PRP, business rescue practitioners, they are in actual contempt of court. So we don't know what to do. Maybe we must go to international courts uh, to, to go and seek help.
0: Actually, just a quick question here from one of our listeners on X. Shalma wants to know, has government tried to send a drone down the mine to determine if the bodies may be retrievable from the container? Do you know of any efforts that the government has taken to try and retrieve these bodies?
1: The uh, government, Aldrin, uh, uh, a few months after the collapse of the container, were uh, in, uh, in complicit with mine man management, said to us about, said to the families and us South Africans that that container cannot really be retrieved. And when I, when I took over this matter with, with the legal team, the first question I wanted the legal team to ask uh, the, the department to really give us the scientific basis of uh, what informed that decision that that container cannot be retrieved. It had to cause me to uh, actually go to court to uh, compel them to uh, to give us the documentation. Unfortunately, they, they had no scientific basis. They had no papers. Why didn't they tell us all along that it was a decision, I don't know, probably taken at some Shabin in, uh, in the second world, that that container cannot be retrieved. There was no scientific basis whatsoever. But as a company... That wants to buy that mine, and they are confirming to the business rescue practitioners to uh, to uh, to the courts that that uh, they will retrieve that container. Thank and you. For so that m- reason, there's that uh, there's finding by the judge, uh, the, the magistrate that uh, that uh, people must be uh, criminally charged for, for for this negligence.
0: Thank you so much for your time, That is Simon Mashaba, who is the leader of Action SA.